Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And I'm here to be of assistance to you. And if you have a car question or car problem, you know, if you want to talk about the, the different colors of coolant. In the old days, we had green, but now we have orange and we have pink and we have blue and then we have amber. We have all these different coolants and they're all different. But in reality, when you get down to the bottom line, you can use an amber, which is a universal coolant for virtually every car out there. So there's a lot of shops that have just gone to the universal amber and and not buying the proprietary pink or the yellow or the green. And the green's not proprietary, but the pink or the yellow or the red. There's all those different coolants. Nevertheless, let me tell you a story, and this is the kind of email I, I like. Um, I went to your website, and I selected Goodyear um, S&S, S&S Tire, which is a Goodyear store, to use as the shop to diagnose a problem with the truck. On Saturday, I dropped it off and only mentioned there was an, a check engine light on, which means there's a code. And um, for the most part, it seemed to be running okay. About two hours later, I received a call from SNS Tire, Mike, and he informed me that the truck was fixed and ready to go. He, uh, his tech discovered two lean codes as described below. And, and here's the deal. The two lean codes, we're looking at the computer and we're saying, hey, what's bothering you? And the computer says the 202 sensors are both lean and they won't go rich. Now, there's a method to my madness here, so I'm telling you that in advance. Most shops will not just replace the two oxygen sensors because the computer's pointing at them because we don't know if they're the messenger or the problem. But the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store is going to try to sell you two because they're going to sell you two and it's going to cost you a hundred or more dollars for the two, sometimes two fifty. And they're there for sales, and all they're doing is guessing with your money. But I'll continue about SNS. They discovered two lean codes, and they found a hose that was disconnected from the airbox. Once he reconnected the hose, he cleared the codes, and he went and drove it, and everything was fine, and the codes didn't come back. I told Mike I listened to Mark Salem's show, and I was happy to report that he and the shop had earned my trust by properly diagnosing and correcting my problem. Mark, I was still out 110 for the visit, but it certainly beats the $500 estimate that I had from another shop. Here's what was going on. The $500 was two oxygen sensors installed. So here's the deal. The oxygen sensors are the messenger. They're both screaming, open the faucet, the fuel faucet. Open the faucet. Oh, give us more fuel. And the computer says, I got the faucet all the way open. And they're going, I don't see that. Well, Rich is... The faucet's open and lean is the faucet's, you know, restricted. 
Well, the problem in this case was is we had a vacuum hose that had come disconnected, so the engine was sucking a tremendous amount of air, and no matter how much the computer opened up the fuel faucet, it couldn't under it couldn't overcome that huge volume of air that was being inhaled by the motor. So again, the oxygen sensors were the messenger. And so you can't just replace the messenger because that's what everybody else wants you to do. You have to find out and you have to talk to the oxygen sensors. So they go, hey, can you see Rich? And the oxygen sensor says, I don't know, try me. So they feed a little propane to the engine. Boom. They say Rich. Well, the oxygen sensor only has two positions, lean and rich and everything in between. So if they can see lean because you can see that they see lean and then you make them look at Rich, there's nothing wrong with them. So anyway, the guy spends $110, and he says it beats the 500 estimate that I had for the other shop. Here's the issue. The issue is, is $110, this is what he paid for. They went and drove the truck. Then they came back, and they f- pulled, put their scanner on the car, and they found out that the O2 sensors are showing lean, and they found O2 sensor lean codes. At that point, they said, let's see if they can see rich, which is the opposite side of the spectrum. So they get some propane or whatever. The carb spray works good, and you spray it into the engine, and all of a sudden, the O2 sensor goes from 1 to 10. So 1 is down, and 10 is high, okay? So then it looks at both of them, and you can look it on your scanner, which is different than a code reader. A scanner is something that's worth five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. A code reader you can buy off the Internet for 6 bucks. So they show that the oxygen sensor can see rich, and they go, okay, we got a lean condition. It could be a fuel filter that's plugged up that can cause the oxygen sensors to be replaced, and you know the success rate of that is about slim and none. Mm-hmm. So the issue is, is as we go along the diagnostic process, test drive the car, verify the codes, clear the codes, they come back immediately. The codes are lean. Start looking for a cause of lean. Look, underneath this area of the motor, there's this big vacuum line that's come undone. We put it, plug it back into the port. Everything's good. You clear the code. You go drive it. You drive it around for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. You stop and start it. You come back in. You look at the O2 sensors through your scanner, and they're switching. Lean rich, lean rich, lean rich. That means they're alive and working. At that point, there's no more codes. The problem is solved, and that's the truck. Now, that's what he paid 110 for. Yeah, which he, isn't bad. No, I, I can tell you right now, if, if someone would say to me, a vacuum leak, I would say to myself, you know, it's probably got seventy-five to a hundred dollars worth of diagnostic money, and that's just. And then they got to find the hose. Then they got to go drive the car, clear the coach, drive the car to make sure the coach don't come back. I would have bet one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So one hundred and ten is fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, actually, it's beyond fair. Right. So that was S and S Tire at the Goodyear store off of I ten and, and Goodyear. And that's a shop that I recommend, but I'm really happy to read those kinds of emails because they make me proud that I recommend them. And in reality, I've never regretted recommending them. It was just always a pretty easy thing for me to do. But that's S&S Tires. They have three locations. I think they're in Surprise. Let me look here real quick. Surprise, Goodyear, and and Peoria. That's what it is. Yeah, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Three stores, West Side, and they sell tires from lawnmower tires and wheelbarrow tires all the way up to tractor tires. So mm-hmm. they're in the west side, and they're a good shop to go. Yep. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, if you have a car question or a car problem. We were arguing last night on the way home from dinner about okay. the the airflow in your car. Okay, yeah. You remember? Yes. Okay. So what three different areas that, does your car have airflow in? The windshield, okay. out the center vents, and down below at the heater. At the floor. Right. Okay. 
Well, when we were coming home, you and I had a disconnect because we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I I wanted the heat out of the center vents, right? Because that's where it felt the best. I didn't care about the windshield, and I sure as heck didn't care about my feet. But somehow or another, you got we got off on the same track. And first, you put it at the windshield, then you put it at the floor. And then, but and I and it and I'm going to accept responsibility for the miscommunication because I should. It have was used. your fault. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, my car. You can put it at the at the windshield and center. Uh-huh. Okay, so it it can give you heat and it can blow on the windshield. Yeah, and. So that's what it was. And you said, put it down below, because obviously it doesn't come out as much at the center if it's on the windshield, too. And so you said, put it down below. So obviously I turned on the heater, because down below to me is the heater. And you said, no, how come now it's not blowing out the dash? Okay, well, it was at the windshield first. This is what I have to deal with, people. (laughs) Yeah, it was at the windshield first. And then I I said, put it down to the next setting, which was dash. it was windshield. See, that's what you didn't know. It was windshield and dash. Okay, well, it wasn't coming out of the... Your car's a Ford anyway. There's no explanation why. It works perfectly. (laughs) There's no explanation. Mine heats up way faster than yours does for that little car. We have a caller. The the motor (laughs) is as big as a lunchbox from a a construction guy. Of course it heats up fast. My goodness, don't try to throw that at the car guy. Oh, it heats up fast. Well, that's because the motor's the size of a... I have a a great uh, heater. yeah, the motor's My the size Ford of a weed car. eater. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It works for me. Okay, Gil, who have we got? We have Bill. Bill, good morning to you. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Mark. Uh, happy holiday. Thank uh, you. Happy New Year to you. Same to um, you. Really, thank you. Really enjoy your show. And um, just wanted to comment, um, I've never had a Ford. And I'm not planning to ever, ever have a Ford. But Same. I do have a all three Grand Am. Okay. And um, something weird happened. Uh, just yesterday, I was driving. It start. It, it's a starting problem is what the issue is. Okay. So I, I parked it at a Sam's Club and went in and came out and wouldn't start. Plenty of power. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. When you say it wouldn't start, it would crank over but wouldn't catch or it wouldn't crank over? It would not crank over at all. Bingo. All right. Because, see, when you say the car won't start, some shops will go, oh, well, that's fueled or spark. But in reality, right. what you meant is it won't crank over. But continue right. on. Continue on. Yeah. So um, a month ago, I put a new battery in it just, you know, because actually this happened a month ago, too. It's really sporadic. Okay. And um, everything works. The door locks work when you turn the ignition on. and You know, everything works normal. Except when you turn the switch to start, nothing happens. No click, no nothing. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. And how many miles are on this Grand Am? Uh, 103,000. Okay. Um, first of all, if you go to MarkSalem.com and click on FAQs, I think it's FAQ 28. I don't know. The I think numbers. it's FAQ 28. And um, hell, hey, hang on a minute, and I'll just tell you which one it is because I got a computer here in front of me. And I, the FAQ twenty eight is is my car won't crank, and so uh-huh. if it, 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 I want you to look at the headlights when this is happening because we're going to use the headlights as a meter. Okay, if you hit the key and the headlights go completely out, you have a bad connection somewhere. Now Actually, the headlights was, will go completely uh, uh, out. And come I was right. able to do that, just to okay. let you know. And the headlights didn't change as far as, you know, brightness or anything. They Good. stayed the same. 
Good. That means the solenoid is not even activating the starter. So the okay. solenoid's job is, is to take 12 volts to magnetize the piston to energize the starter motor, and it does that all on its own. So we should have a drop in battery voltage when the starter goes. So we're going to go from 12.5 to maybe 10, 9.5, somewhere around okay. there. So no click means that the solenoid's not acting. Now, do you know where the starter's at underneath your car? Yeah, I do. I, I can see it. Okay. It's at the front of it. Okay, good. Carry a hammer. Do you have your... Is, <laughs> I, I tried that, too. <laughs> did you beat on the starter? <laughs> yeah, we did. Actually, we had, I had to have it towed yesterday, and the tow truck driver tried that. Okay. It didn't help. Okay. But, and, okay, um, then we got a problem. I, yeah, can I tell you something else, though? Go. Go. So I had to have it towed home. And I still, it wouldn't start, you know, and thought maybe if towing it, there's a bad ground or something, it might start, did not start. Went out this morning, started right up. Okay. All right. That's the worst case scenario because now, and of course, but but the problem is we still didn't have, we pounded on the starter. Now, the only other thing, here's the, here's the issue. When you hit the key, we send battery voltage through the neutral safety switch and then right. to the starter solenoid that transfers that to the starter. Right. I need you to shake the the shifter, so the next I have time done it does, okay. Well, then you need a new starter. Oh, okay. And you're going to buy a starter and a solenoid as a package, and you're going to buy it from a company that you recognize the name. So right. Ching, you know, uh, some Spanish company or some Chinese company or some South American company. You, if it's in if it's in a box like that, I'm thinking Delco. I'm thinking Motocraft because even Motocraft makes a starter for your car even right. though it's a General Motors. But everything you've told me would suggest to me that the starter is, in fact, defective. Um, and if you wiggled the shifter and you didn't see the headlights dim at all, those no. two things, and a jump start never helped you, then no. um, I, I'm, 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 90, I'm 96 to 98% sure that your starter and solenoid need to be replaced. Okay? So why, why, one last question. So why would, if it's the starter... Why would it work in the morning but not yesterday? Is it well, a sporadic thing? Well, here's the deal. The brushes on the back of the armature, the, they're carbon. They have to touch the armature. So right. him hitting it, if it's so carboned up inside there and there's so much trash in the starter, when he hits it with a hammer, oftentimes that jars the brushes down to the armature. And then, mm -hmm. boom, it starts right up. And you go, okay, well, it's the starter. In your yeah. particular case... It's probably because the brushes are gone. <laughs> and, oh, and, well, maybe. And, 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 but no one cares about the question you ask, because if you change the starter and everything goes good, then there's no reason to do an autopsy on the old starter. It's yeah. just bad for whatever reason, and you've driven 103,000 miles, which is four times around the girth of the earth, and just be thankful that's all it, it costs you. But to do an sure. autopsy on the old starter would be a waste of time. If the new starter fixes it, we're done. Okay? I hear you. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you betcha. Thank you, Bill. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be back. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. 
Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. You wouldn't dive into a pool without knowing how deep it is. So why would you dig without knowing what's below? Underground utilities are buried all over Arizona. Accidentally strike one and you could be injured or wipe out services like water, power, and internet. Call 811 or click Arizona811.com to have utilities marked first. It's free, easy, and it's the law. Remember, call 811 or click Arizona811.com. Sponsored by Arizona 811 in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Andrew, thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Good. So I've got um, a 1972 Ford F100, um, and it's got a bit of slop in the steering. Um, it's a 4x4 with a manual steering box. Um, the symptom I have is when I turn that wheel, it um, it turns about a quarter turn before engaging down at that steering gear. Okay. And is the play underneath the steering wheel, or is it underneath the hood, or do you know? Um, I probably wouldn't know. The only the, the thing that I'm seeing is that when I when I turn that steering wheel, or when I have someone turn it for me, I see the shaft turn under the hood. 
and then after a quarter turn is when it is when you see it catch in the steering box and begin to turn those wheels. Okay. All right. Does it have it does it have a tilt wheel on it by chance? No. Okay. We have problems with steering columns in the old Ford trucks. And typically the problem is behind the steering wheel. Now, does the shaft move in complete synchronization to the steering wheel? Yes. So, so I'm 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 not questioning you. I'm just going to give you a better. You you put your hand on the shaft and you look at the person turning the steering wheel, and they they put their hand at twelve o'clock, and then they go a little left and come back to twelve, a little bit right and come back to twelve, and your hands on the steering column, and you can see that what's moving in your hand is moving exactly on the steering wheel, right? Right? Did we lose Andrew? Okay. okay. Andrew, are you there? Okay. 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 I don't know. Maybe his phone went to uh, mute or something. Mute, right? or maybe oh, it went no, to his car. Be. Sometimes when you get in your car, sometimes you lose somebody you're talking to. But anyway, if the steering wheel and the shaft underneath the hood are moving in complete synchronization, then you look at the pitman arm, which is the the shaft that comes out of the bottom of the steering box because the steering shaft goes into the steering box and then at the bottom is another it's called the pitman arm and the pitman arm is what makes the tires go left and right so you have to follow that path so you take your steering wheel and first of all you move it left and right about a fist width four or five inches left center stop at center go right come back to center and stop Somebody else is holding on to the steering shaft underneath the hood, Mm -hmm. and they're looking to see if what's in their hand matches what the steering wheel is. Then you look at the pitman arm, and you have your right hand on the shaft, and you're looking at the pitman arm, and more than likely, the the shaft that's in your right hand is going to be rotating, but the pitman arm isn't. That means the steering box either needs to be adjusted or needs to be replaced. A gray-haired guy to adjust that, might cost you thirty-five to fifty-five dollars, and and you have to do it right. Or, and you and here's the problem: you can't possibly mark where you started. So if you take the nut loose and you start messing with the adjustment, oh boy, you can mess that thing up something fierce. But us old gray-haired guys know how to do that. That's if 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 you're if the shaft into the steering box is moving with the steering wheel. Then look below the steering box because there's a shaft that comes out the bottom, and that's called a pitman arm, and it should move in synchronization too. If it doesn't, and the delay is in the steering box, then under the best of conditions, $35 to $55 to adjust the steering box, and you're home free. The adjustment may not work, and if that's the case, you're going to have to put a steering box in it. Now, what part of town do you live in? Um, I'm in Mesa. Okay. I would talk, I mean, you can do a lot of that yourself, Andrew. But uh-huh. if you want to, somebody to verify, go over to Thompson's on Main Street uh, east of Stapley and tell Brian, I said, please crawl underneath the truck and look at the pitman arm. <laughs> and he'll do that for you. He'll okay. do that for you. All righty? All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. See, he has a 1972 Ford. They last forever. You know, you're right. You're right. And I, I need to tell people because sometimes people get involved in this discussion and this argument about Ford and Chevy and all that. Right. This has been going on since I was a little boy. I know. Uh, you know, and, and, and I, I make fun of Fords, but then I make fun of the General Motors, some of the diesels. I make fun of some of the uh, Ford diesels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I may, I'm a... 
I'm an equal opportunity. Make fun of her. Make fun of her. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. And, and for me, it's there's lots of cars that are big pieces of dog manure. Yeah. There's a lot of cars. And Chevrolet's got their fair share. So does Ford. So does Chrysler. So does Maserati. So does Mercedes-Benz. Everybody's got the dogs, mm-hmm. the cars that just suck the money out of your wallet. Right. But there's also drivers that cause the problem as well. The driver, there's a lot of people that just simply wait till something happens before they address it. Right. Now, never mind they, the front tires are worn to the steel. They'll just replace the front tires but not fix the problem that caused the tires to wear to the steel belt. Right. Yep. And we've seen a lot of that lately with the, you know, bad times and people not working and they just drive their cars till they need way more than they would have had they done it in the very beginning. And at least find out. Now, we did John's car not too long ago, and John took his car into a shop, and they gave him an eleven or twelve or $1,300 estimate. I don't remember exactly what, but it was a heck of a lot of money. Okay. So one of the things was is they needed to do all this front-end work. Well, we were two degrees away from getting into the green zone, and mm-hmm. we couldn't get that without replacing one upper, one lower upper control arm. We also had a slight drift to the left. So that degree or two, if we could have gone from a negative two to a positive two, we would have got rid of the drift to the left. But right. we couldn't. We were locked up against the, the, the place that you get stuck with. Mm-hmm. So we called him and we said, we, we want to do just one upper control arm and we'll get rid of the pull and, and the tire wear. We're going to take care of all of that, but we just need to do one of the control arms. Right. So we did one. The pull was gone. The alignment was perfect. Everything was fine. But that's the difference between the old guys and the new guys. We know that we're two or three degrees away from being perfect, but we're up against the stop. Mm -hmm. So we can't get that two or three degrees we need. We also know it's pulling to the left because of that two or three degrees. So if we can move it away or past that area, then we're home free. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of... Alignments is more than just looking at a screen and looking to see if the number's a green one or a red one because that's a bunch of bull crap because you need to know more than that, especially if the car's got to pull to the left or the right. So the guy's going to come back. He's the three-whisker kid, and he goes, oh, it's all in specification. And then the people go, it still pulls to the left then, buddy. Mm-hmm. Fix the pull to the left. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how. And, and, of course, if it's pulling to the left, then what you do is you add a little camber to the right front, and boom, you're done. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. This is Dan Prof for townhall.com. Lots of people would have told you to abort that baby. You didn't do that. I know that was hard. I want you to know that no matter what, I know that you always did the best you knew how to do, and look how it turned out. Those are the touching words Oprah Winfrey used to say goodbye to her mother who passed away on Thanksgiving Day this year. Look how it turned out indeed. Vernita Lee's daughter is now a billionaire, instantly identified the world over by the mere utterance of her first name. Oprah may not preach what her mom practiced, but thankfully more Americans are choosing Vernita Lee's example over her daughter's. In the last decade, abortions in the United States have declined 25%, according to the CDC. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, we should also celebrate that the culture of life is beating back cultural Marxism. I'm Dan Prof. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because of you. There is St. Jude. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. All about that demon. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. In the, in the last segment or so, we had the gentleman with a no start. Right. And people come in a lot and they say, my car won't start. Intermittently, it won't start or it won't start now. But I just want to drive home the point that there's two different things. The car cranks over fine, but it doesn't catch. Or when I hit the key, nothing happens. Both of those are no starts, but in reality, it's two separate diagnostic processes. So if you hit the key and nothing happens, the starter, the solenoid, the ignition switch, the neutral safety switch. But if you hit the key and it cranks over and doesn't start, then that's fuel or spark. Mm -hmm. So you can see the difference there. It's the direction we go in, and it's it's really up to you to say it cranks over, but it doesn't start, or when I hit the key, nothing happens. Now, FAQ 28 says no start, no crank, no click. 
Folks, these FAQs have been created, I think there's more than 60 of them, have been created based on all the questions we've got on the radio since 1988. Yes? Yes. I mean, we kept track of all the questions. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to read a few. Hard to start extended cranking hot or cold. Oil filters, oil change intervals, synthetic oils, oil consumption problems, rear AC. If you've got rear AC in your car, your Suburban, your Expedition, you better read this. Road (laughs) Road salt, smoke, black, blue, white or gray spark plugs starting and warming up your engine storing your car long term we have lots of faqs and it's a good place to go and sometimes i talk technical if if you don't understand that's okay but i'm doing it for those guys that work in their garages at home so it's a little bit more technical but i try to avoid that skip good morning to you how can i help you hey i'm thinking i'm going to try to help you with that uh, that old ford pickup truck oh sure I got uh, got one in my driveway right now, and and I'm a gray-haired guy, and I've been playing with those things for years. I heard there's a uh, there's a fabric disc between the steering wheel shaft and the input shaft on that uh, steering box uh-huh. that acts kind of like a a U joint, and it's it's maybe a quarter three inches uh, thick, and it's about uh, four or five inches diameter, and yeah. it uh, it uh, it takes the absorbed shock, and it and it makes up for not quite uh, perfect alignment, and that. That that play will happen when that thing uh, tears. Okay, and and you're right. That's called the rag joint. Yep. And and it's a piece of mud flap material that's round, and it connects two metal shafts. And what it does is it doesn't trans. It doesn't take the vibrations from the steering box and the, the frame, and it doesn't translate them all the way up to the steering uh, wheel. So it's kind exactly. of a buffer. And you're right. That rag joint, when it comes apart, it's got a safety device where the steering wheel will turn left and right, but the shaft won't. But almost always, and I'm not going to argue with you because you you could very well be right that this is a rag joint, and it's $4 at the auto parts store and two bolts. It's a piece of cake to replace. But usually when the rag joint's bad, they say when I turn left and right, it has a lot of play, but there's a clicking noise that goes along with it that I can hear and I can feel. And that's because when the rag joint goes apart, then we have these two pieces of metal clicking on one another, and that rag joint would otherwise keep that from happening. But you bring up a good point, Skip. You bring up on something I missed. Yeah, good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you very much for doing that. And I don't mind at all that anybody has any problems. Strictly Diesel is a place that you don't need to worry about not knowing about diesels because that's all Nate does. Nate's a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop. He is dedicated to providing the very best service and getting the job done the first time, and that part of that is communication at the front counter. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, they are die-hard diesel service, repair, and parts. They work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road on the east side, and they do they sell parts and talk about car parts for your diesel 24 hours a day on the Strictly Diesel website. So Nate's a great guy. He knows diesel. And you know, when you know a guy that knows diesel, every once in a while when he shakes your hand and you walk away, you got the faint odor of diesel (laughs) on your hand. I hope not. And his fingernails are clean. So it's just the way it is. And, you know, that that happens to all of us. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And you talked about your FAQs. They're under MarkSalem.com, so they know where to find them. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. There's a little tab up there that says FAQs. And, and folks, some questions. we've we've covered questions for virtually ninety percent of the questions that are asked of us over the last well since nineteen eighty eight. So what's that? Twenty years? 
I think no, 30. Yeah, yeah, 30 years. Um, we have created these FAQs. In the net. How many has it got, Gil? One minute. Oh, he said one minute. Yes. Oh, I thought he was answering the question. Oh, he was doing your math for he, you. Yeah, huh? I thought he was doing my math for me. Can't Wait do math for myself. Yeah, he has a tough time doing two and two, honey. Okay, so oh, 2018 not, that's not true, Gil, minus 19... At night, oh, wait a minute. See, I can't even push the stupid buttons in the calculator. 2018 minus 1988. 30 years. 30 go. years of. That's uh, what you said. Yeah. And, and I was guessing. But I know. 30 years of experience that we have put together in the FAQs. And I rewrite them on a regular basis to, to update them. But you can also leave a question on our website or you can just send it to mark at marksalem.com. But our website is MarkSalem.com, my name, M-A-R-K, and then Salem like the cigarette for the you gray-haired people, S-A-L-E-M. You say Salem like the cigarette to some young guy with tattoos all over his face, he doesn't even have a clue as to what you're saying. But all my life, I've said Salem like the cigarette, and I recognize now that it doesn't work on the kid at Wendy's. It doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't understand. (laughs) All righty, we'll be back right after this. Imagine your business on the first page of a search engine like Google or at the top. What would that do for your bottom line? The answer is at Salem Surround, digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. 
Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. On behalf of my family and my wife, Renee, we'd like to wish all of you a happy new year. And we hope and pray that all of you, all of our customers, all of our neighbors, all of our friends have a good 2019. Um, and if it's just as good as the 18, that's a good step because there's only three ways to go, better, the same, or worse. And we pray that it's at least the same or better for you in the uh, in the new year. I want to tell you real quick uh, uh, about a, a repair shop that I've always liked, and that's Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, I've known him since the early 80s. I know he's honest. I know he's dependable. I know his wife loves him. I know his employees love him. I know he hasn't bounced a check. I know he's a good guy. And he's just like a lot of us older guys. When we mess up, we raise our hand and admit it. And Tom knows how to do that, and so do I, and so does Kurt and everybody else. But Action Auto Repairs I-17 in Deer Valley is on the northwest corner, been around since 1983. He has lots of ASE Master Certified Technician, and then he's got a BMW Master Tech. So if you're looking for an independent garage and you've got a Beamer and you're anywhere near Deer Valley and I-17, then Action Auto Repair would be a good place for you to take a look at. Okay, I'm going to tell him, well, MarkSalem.com is our web address, and when you go to the first page, you'll see a picture of the handsome dog that's talking on the other end of this microphone. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. I did that <laughs> it, for you. It's we have, they can't see you right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I haven't combed my hair this morning. I know. I know. We have a list. We have a, an icon for the best shops of, in the Valley that I, I recommend. We have FAQs, and then we have Radio Media, which has all of our radio shows on it. Mm-hmm. And then we have another thing that says Salem Boys, which is our own garage. Let me explain that real quick. This has nothing to do with my garage. It has nothing. This has to do with me helping you. Now, I'll tell you a story real quick. In 1988, my mother was an executive for some big companies. And when I first started doing radio in 1988, after about six months or so, my mom, just like your mom, she would listen to a lot of the shows. And she called me up and she said, son, you're doing a really good job, but you sound like crap. And I said, well, thank you, Mom. I have a lot of experience doing radio, and and I'm just learning as we go. I said, what am I doing wrong? And she says, you're thumping your chest every radio show. She says, you're telling everybody how great you are and that you're the only shop in town. She says, don't you have any friends? And I said, yeah, I have a lot of friends. But you're not one of my friends right now, Mom. (laughs) And she says, don't you have a lot of friends that you could refer them to? And I said, yeah, I do. She says, you'd sound a lot better if you just stopped thumping your chest and telling everybody how great you are. So I did exactly what she said. And that's how we got to the best car repair shops list because I had guys all over the valley that I knew and trusted. And so I thought, you know, that's a great idea. I'll just do that. Mm -hmm. So since then, I've done everything I can never to say the name of my shop. And the reason why is, is because I want it to be about your problems, my solutions, 
And if you want me to, I'll, I'll guide you to a shop that I have all the faith in the world to. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've been doing for 30 years is there's no chest dumping on this show. We don't tell everybody how great we are. And if anything, we started the show off by admitting that we have screwed up a couple of oil filters and cost us uh, a big job where we had to replace an engine in the last year because we messed up an oil filter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we admit like everybody else, we have faults. Um, we have technicians that uh, make mistakes. We uh, we sometimes don't add the work order right, sometimes our estimate. Yeah. But we have a policy like other shops do. Our staff is not allowed to be one penny over their estimate. We give you an out-the-door estimate. And just like a lot of other shops, it's not one cent. If it's $30 over the estimate, then either parts department has to cut their parts or the technician has to take a cut in labor or the shop has to take a cut in labor. But somebody is going to make that one cent less than the estimate. Yeah, and that's a good point is people call around and they want to compare estimates or whatever, but they don't know if it has the sales tax in it, the shop supplies, the this, the that. We don't know if we're bidding apples for apples, so it makes it kind of hard sometimes to, you know, people will just go in with the lowest amount and that's not always what they're going to go out the door for so you really need to find out is that total everything out the door and and another thing that's created i've got a caller but another thing that's created is is people will track us down and Mm -hmm. they'll call us and want us to bid a repair that has symptoms so we say to them we can't be the estimator for the valley right we can't we can't break the tie and all this stuff you have to bring your cars to us because we had a guy the other day that said he needs all this front end work. And I said, well, how's your front tire wear? Oh, it's fine. Do you have any clunking when you stop abruptly or when you take off abruptly? No. Does the car pull to the left or pull to the right? No. So you got an $1,800 estimate for front end work that includes suspension and steering, but yet you don't have any symptoms. Right. So if you don't have any symptoms, then what's going on? Mm-hmm. So no tire wear, no pull to the left, no clunking when you take off, no clunking when you stop. The car goes straight down the road. What the heck? Yeah. So your symptoms don't match the $1,800 repair you got. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the situation is. but the, yeah. and, and, and we need your car in front of us because you can't answer, does it have Hydro Boost? Are the drums 8-inch or 9-inch drums for your brakes? And, and how many fan belts do you have? Well, what motor do you have? and we'll tell you how many fan belts you have. Those are the kinds of questions, so you need to have the car there. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, you're going to have to come by, not on Monday mornings or Friday nights, but we'll, we'll guide you the best we can. You can also fax the estimate to us, and we'll do our best to help you out. But what we don't want to become is the tiebreaker on every dispute involving an estimate. Well, like you say, and people you know, want an estimate, so we can, you know, if we decide to give it to them as best we can and then they come in and it has nothing to do with what's wrong with the car so we've just wasted all this time that's a big deal yeah that's a big deal we had a, a customer not too long ago that asked us to bid a fuel pump <clears throat> didn't know how big the gas tank was didn't have the car with him to give us the vin number blah 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 so we bid two or three different different pumps and different right. kinds of models and stuff so he comes in <clears throat> it had nothing to do with the fuel system whatsoever the right. crankshaft sensor was bad mm-hmm. so we replaced that we spent more money doing three estimates for him over the telephone than we spent fixing or finding and fixing the right. uh, the uh, crankshaft sensor so if we say we won't give you an <clears throat> estimate on the phone that's kind of why so we're not we're being sorry. mean <laughs> we're not being mean okay let's go to the next caller who's that that would be jim Jim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I love your show, and your wife and daughter add so much to it. It's it's 
I don't know where you'd be without that. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I want to tell you something. I I am especially proud. Renee has been my wingman. Sometimes she flies the plane. Sometimes she sits next to me. We have been together since 1979. We have been together. And so she's answered the phone more times than I have because I usually ran the shop. But she and my daughter, Andy can out-talk most guys when it comes to car repair. And, and they don't do that, and, I, and I'm and i proud of them for not doing that. But don't think you're going to talk to Renee or Andy and thinking you're talking to somebody who doesn't know cars as well as anybody. Now, Andy reads and documents every report, every work order, and she looks for the symptoms that match the repair and the estimates not one penny over. So she and and she looks at 20 or 30 or 40 repair orders a day. So she's pretty doggone good. But anyway, now that you've done what Renee asked you to do and and and, and <laughs> what is there anything else I can talk to you about? The check is in the mail, right? Okay. That's right. Yeah, um and what I need is your opinion on something and here's the story. My son came down oldest boy from Wisconsin last March. And they rent a car, and then they drive around. They were here for 10 days. He rented out. He got, they gave him a hybrid. Uh, okay. I think it was a Ford Fusion. Uh-huh. And when they were about to leave, I asked him, I said, hey, what do you think about this hybrid? Because I didn't know that much about him. And he said he would never own one again in his or rent one again in his life. And I just want your opinion on hybrids. So I'm going to hang up and listen. Well, the hybrid oftentimes is a, an electric-powered car and a gasoline-powered car. And uh, obviously, we charge the batteries, um, and we have to fill the fuel tank. And there are times we bounce back and forth. The the hybrid cars, um, the, they're typically the most, how do I put this in a nice way? The most predominant complaint is, is they have no power. And if you put four people in there, and they happen to be four big guys and four bowling balls, or their or their backpacks full of sporting goods, or four golf sets, four sets of golf clubs in the trunk. First of all, you're not going to get four big guys in there, and you're not going to get four sets of golf clubs. The hybrid also has a battery that's going to be pretty big and pretty expensive. Now, if you were to take that money and factor it into a gasoline motor, um, they the maintenance cost would be the same. Uh, the hybrid car is, I'll tell you what drives me crazy about the hybrids. What? The hybrids, as you go up and down the mountain to the ranch, yeah. the hybrids go like hell downhill. Right. And on the uphill thing, they're doing 51 and a half miles an hour. And they have this stupid dashboard on there that has this little gauge when they're making power and when they're not. Okay. So they're driving their car, and they've got 15, I'm exaggerating, 15 miles of traffic behind them, but they're at 51 and a half miles an hour because it's still in the green. And you go by them, and you look, and there's dashboard. You, it just drives me. And then when they go downhill, you're going 65, 70 miles an hour, and they pass you doing 85 because <laughs> on the downhill mark, they can charge their batteries. Right. So they back way off, and we start charging the batteries. So you know, And besides that, I can't imagine that the hybrid car has all the safety features, although I'm sure it does to some respect, to, to, to a bigger car. You're always going to fare better in a bigger car in a collision. You're yeah. always. And you're always going to lose to a one-ton Dodge, a one-ton Chevy, a one-ton Ford. You're always going to lose in that kind of a collision. But there are appropriate people for – uh, uh, the, the hybrid is appropriate for some people. Right. I suppose if 
you drove three or four miles to work every day, and you 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 knew that you could do that electrically for three or four days in a row. Yeah, that would be a good car for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, but if you were going to go to Tucson and you were a delivery driver and you were taking blood samples from Phoenix to Tucson or from Tucson to Phoenix, I wouldn't want to ride with you because most of the hybrid cars may have a range on the electric side from 50 to 60 to 70 miles an hour. Now the Teslas are a little different; they go up to two or three hundred miles, but it's how you drive them. So if you're going to put an egg between your throttle and the, your foot and you don't and the egg's not hard boiled mm-hmm. a just a normal chicken egg then if you you if you use the throttle like that you'll get the best fuel economy out of any car you drive. So hybrids there's a there's a purpose for them but they're they don't represent 1% of the cars on the road and it's mostly the environmentalists it's mostly owned and operated by ladies with hair on their legs it's most oh, <laughs> so what you're saying is you wouldn't own one well i, I was trying to di- describe you know oh. the the uh the environmentalists okay I, it was a stupid joke but no everybody laugh. else but you is laughing no, no. <laughs> gil what do you think of that uh, <laughs> he's not going to touch it because he's smarter than you. <laughs> hairy armpits, oh, you know, gosh. hairy legs and hairy armpits. Anyway, let's change the subject to Autodynamics in okay. Sun City. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Chuck Nide owned and operated and, and brought Autodynamics out of the ground in 1982. His son, Derek, now runs Autodynamic. Well, Chuck does something that nobody really knows what he's doing, but he's not on the golf course. Nevertheless, Automotive Dynamics doesn't pay their staff a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. Of your repair bill, therefore, the staff will not sell unnecessary parts or repairs because there's no benefit. We're all watching Derek on this thing to see exactly how that turns out because it is an interesting concept. Most everywhere in the automotive industry, they're either paid hourly, they're paid salary, or they're paid a percentage of what they have to do. Sometimes it's a percentage of their labor. Sometimes it's a percentage of the parts. Sometimes it's a percentage of both. Or, yeah, or, you know some extra on top of the parts and the labor. You're right. Commission on top is what I'm trying to say. Of the total. Right. So there's a lot of different ways, but putting your your entire staff on sourly or hourly, Mm -hmm. that's a big deal. Right. And so sometimes I think the cost will overrun you, but then sometimes they won't. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you're in Sun City area, I want to recommend Autodynamics. They're on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue, and they've been there a long time. Mm -hmm. Once you meet Derek, you'll know that you're in good hands because he's a good kid. I mean, he's not a kid. He's a father with kids. But for me, he's Chuck's kid, Mm -hmm. and I've always liked Derek. And he's the kind of guy that... If my daughters weren't married, mm-hmm. um, then Derek would be an, an appropriate um, husband for. But Eric's uh, Derek is married, okay. and and my my daughters. So are, they're married. Too. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I'm not trying to hook them up. Okay, so here's the end of the day. The end of the stay is this: if you got hairy legs and armpits, you should have a hybrid car. Oh gosh. <laughs> so that means you should drive a. Hybrid. I drive a diesel truck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dad, I, and, and, you know, I could fit hybrids in the bed of my truck, you and could. I'd probably get better fuel economy than they would. Mm-hmm. And my truck goes downhill faster than theirs does, too, <laughs> when you drive it. You, Yo, when yeah. you drive it. Uh-huh. Anyways, my, my email is mark at marksalem.com. If I offended any of you, 
I'm not sorry. It's just a joke. So you can call me and send me nasty grams. I'm just going to read them and laugh, and I'm not going to answer you. But if I offended you, I am sorry. And if you have hairy legs, then you should shave them. So at the bottom line, mark at marksalem.com. If you want to throw arrows, that's the way to do it. But if you have a car question, you're welcome to use that as well. Mark with a K at marksalem.com. On behalf of Renee, my wife, and myself, Happy New Year to all. Please drive safely. Please don't drink and drive. And if somebody does something nice for you, like let you in the lane, stick your arm out the window and say thanks.